Meanwhile, um, anything could be the beginning. KMUZ Turner. Maybe I just got a, a new program I wanted to try. And so just as part of, of learning the program, I, I'll, I'll end up writing a song. 88.5 FM and 100.7 FM in Marion and Polk County. And that was just the seed of, of the whole thing. And, um, Salem and Kaiser. You know, and it's like, a, it's like a house. You just need to find the door. Taking over the entire planet at kmuz.org. Mm. Once you find the door, you can get into the house and explore. Mid Valley Mutations. Tonight, spend the holiday with us and help celebrate the season with The Kelly Taylor Show. An interview with a local artist, just in time for Christmas. We talk about his project, Klaxon. The nuts and bolts of making music. And keep our ears perked for Santa's sleigh. I see you eyeing those packages. Don't even think about opening them yet. And now, here's the host of Mid Valley Mutations, Austin Rich. Welcome to another exciting edition of Mid-Valley Mutations here on KMUZ. And uh, we are in our full holiday season right now. This is our Christmas show, actually. Happy holidays, everyone. Uh, Yeah, we won't have another episode until next week when we do our New Year's show. So uh, this is as close as we're going to get to the holiday this year. And, uh, you know, we've been celebrating uh the christmas season all month long really uh we had the lob instagon uh noise fest christmas uh on the 8th uh where uh basically we uh did a little bit of a holiday rendition near the end of the program uh and then uh last week was our people like us special and and the essential gist was i wanted to do like an old-fashioned variety show style holiday type thing and so that meant uh sitting around hanging out chatting getting to know each other doing all the fun holiday stuff that uh people often do and so um i picked uh three people that i really wanted to talk to um lob uh, vicky and now kelly and so uh i hope you enjoy our conversation we talk about music we talk about Kelly's particular uh, a path in music, um, his band Klaxon, uh, and his uh, other group, uh, very briefly. Uh, but uh, we'll get to that later. Uh, I want to mention, uh, for those who are continuing in the holiday spirit, please tune in next week. We're going to have a Sadgasm New Tears New Year's special. Uh, it's going to be very cool. They're going to uh, give a relationship advice on the phone, live. Uh, it'll be really cool. Uh, and then... Um, who knows? They might play too. It's it's gonna be great. Uh, so yeah, that's what we got going on this week, and uh, I really hope that you stick around. Kelly's a cool dude, and uh, his music is uh, well, I mean, it's it's a Salem local electronic experimental uh, music artist. So uh, of course, I had to talk to this guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's right in the pocket for what we do. And I hope that he's right in the pocket for what you are interested in as well. It's uh, the holiday season here on Mid-Valley Mutations and KMUZ. Now, let's get to that conversation with Kelly. Merry Christmas. And yes, this is part of our holiday program, and I believe that uh, you know the best way to celebrate the holidays is to sit down with somebody and just kind of hang out. You know, take your shoes off, have some eggnog, a little something in there, and you know, talk about whatever comes up. And so uh, today uh, we're celebrating the the Kelly Taylor Show, and I have Kelly Yay. Kelly Taylor here in front of me. How's it going? Going good. Excellent. It's going good. Yeah, the holidays are here finally. Yeah. Uh, for cold better, today. For better or for worse. <laughs> yeah, it, it is cold today. How, how funny is that? Uh, yeah. Well, and then you know, it's it, uh, so uh, uh, the idea that I had behind this was that we were sitting around talking and, about music and whatnot, and it very mm-hmm. quickly started to feel like. The kinds of conversations that you hear on radio or podcasts where people are talking about music. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, wait, 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 wait. We need to we need to capture this. <laughs> uh, and and you know, it also helps that you make music uh, mm-hmm. and uh, whatnot. So uh, I thought a good way in would be to talk about Klaxon and then uh, maybe right. kind of segue into other stuff that you're uh, into. Klaxon probably is the most uh, relevant to this program, uh, at least, because it's, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, um, my impulse is to say it's electronic, but then there's songs like Jupiter, which almost sound like rock songs, where there's right. like lyrics and it's like a verse, chorus, verse thing. Well, it's been so long.
that song was completely written and and created within a computer. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it it's never left a hard drive. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Even the even the lyrics are recorded straight into the digital uh, environment. Right. That's yeah. You know, that's such a awesome tool that we have access to now. Because I was. I was talking with this um, not too long ago with uh, um, one of the members of Negative Land, where we're saying like the analog past of recording was so mm-hmm. tedious. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done it actually. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean we, we could still do it if we wanted to. Like it's available to us constantly. Uh, but these computers just make it so quick. Where yeah. we, there's something about it where I can really knock out a song so much faster. You know. Yeah, I've I've been in bunch of bands and um we recorded i remember recording up at haywire studios up in portland um mm. and that's a, a, a three-quarter inch magnetic tape that they use to record yeah um so tedious <laughs> <laughs> right and if you blow a take you know like every time you go back over that tape you're kind of like losing yeah and punch in yeah. you have to punch it you have to listen up and then, and then there's like a physical like uh, a little foot pedal that the engineer has to press to get you to punch in at right. the right spot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and oh gosh i'm getting now. nostalgic for the 90s again <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, and people put that stuff in. They they they, they take that that uh, tape sound and they they'll they'll add it to a digital recording to mm. make it sound like like it's analog. Oh um, sure sure. I mean it's it's the same uh, record crackle of the hip hop '90s records, you mm-hmm. know, where it's like they're making them for CDs, but they got to add that little you know something to make it seem like it's older than it really is. Yeah yeah. It's, like we, we have to make these references to real life, I guess. Get lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but it's funny because, like, uh, you know, Claxon tunes. You know, there are some exceptions here and there, but a lot of them do really take advantage of the electronic environment of, you know, um, drum machines, uh, mm-hmm. electronic synthesized instruments, uh, and these kinds of progressions and patterns that you can't play in a real time. Yeah. Interface. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, I like to take advantage of that, especially in the on the track that you'd call like the solo. Um, you know, you, you set up the song and kind of get into it, and then then you, uh, you have like a solo that's uh, um, in a band. It would be like the, the electric guitar would be playing, but uh, I, I like to do things that that would be impossible or, or just like really difficult to do in, in reality just like on that part especially and, and just like get weird with it yeah yeah well you know like I think the beauty of those digital environments is that you can have a precision perfect mm-hmm. drum pattern you know right. <laughs> like, like as good as your drummer is and like he could be you know um, like playing in shellac or something like that mm-hmm. you know uh, <laughs> but yeah he could be so precision perfect still but like he's not going to hit that like exact thing that a drum machine can do, uh, and like, right. that's kind of well, half the fun of using those instruments. And it it's good for control freaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I want this you. to I sound exactly like this. Yeah, and you have a vision. Yeah, and, and um, you know just just celebrate whatever the the strengths of different mediums are because uh, you know I also play in a band and I I do play with a live drummer. 
and the, the, the strength of that is how uh, unexpected and exciting it can be right. you know, to, to hear that. So To have um, a, like, the live moment. You know? Right. And, and actually, so, so <laughs> I just wrote a song uh, recently and um, uh, was just at, at practice just last night and, um, and brought the song to them. And, and when I played it, it was on a... a, a six-string guitar hmm. and it's just the guitar and my voice sound like a singer songwriter and it's just so cool every time that I bring a, a song to a band to um, to to hear what the guys come up with <laughs> to hear how know, the arrangement works right yeah. and how it changes and people come bring their own ideas into it and um, suddenly it's it's like a completely different thing and and um, in the past too, I've I've taken songs that uh, uh, that that I I could play on a guitar, I could play them in a band, and then I'll I'll um, almost as like a meditative exercise, uh, uh, work it out in a, a digital audio work workstation environment, mm -hmm. um, and just come up with a different take for it. So. You know, and it's like I was saying, it just appreciating the different mediums and the different strengths of different yeah. things. And, well, you can, and, you know. and how songs are flexible to be reinterpreted in those ways. Right. Yeah. Right. And then you, you get to see the interplay of like uh, how, what you come up with in one medium, how that might influence or, or just get completely lost in a different medium. and, and um, it's fun. It's, yeah. Why we well, why we do this, right? I mean, yeah, they, exactly. don't, they don't call it working music. They call it playing music. <laughs> for sure, for sure. No, absolutely. Happy holidays from Mid Valley. It's the Kelly Taylor Show. Mutations. Fa la 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 la. That's right. Happy holidays from Mid Valley Mutations, and uh, you know we decided this year we wanted to spend the holidays with uh, some artists that we know and enjoy. And, um, you know, uh, for our Christmas show, I really wanted to have it be someone local, someone that, you know, works in our community as a musician, as an artist who really he struggles with this stuff on a kind of day-to-day -day basis. And, and I, I, I've, I think I hit Pater with that in uh, the form of Kelly Taylor, who's not only local, but He's a real kind of down-to-earth gent, you know? He's uh, just got a normal life. Uh, and uh, so I kind of dig that music is a, a passion and a hobby, and that uh, he's also got other things going on in his life as well, which is, which is really uh, what I am interested in. Now, uh, this section of the interview is going to feature us talking about uh, some of the actual music and work that he does. And so I think the best way to get into it is uh like this well you know we picked we, we uh had so many threads going in that last little section there i want to make sure i get back to several of them because you mentioned that you play in uh band guitars and whatnot as well but i want to i want uh, to follow klaxon for a bit longer okay. and uh, uh so my, my question is now you have essentially an open palette in front of you like when you make music like what uh, when you're sitting down to work on a new tune 
Uh, are you thinking melodies first? Or are you thinking rhythms first? Like, what kind of strikes you as a as a good place to kind of set your foundation? Um, anything could be the beginning. It's, mm-hmm. it's uh, uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe I just got a, a new program I wanted to try, and so just as part of, of learning the program, I, I'll, I'll end up writing a song, or uh, uh, maybe, uh, let's see, there's one song uh, called Ripplets that um, I just wanted to try triplets, mm. and um, and that was just the seed of, of the whole thing. And- It's almost like um, a writing challenge in a way where like, you know, yeah. in, in college they would say like, okay, today you're going to do three lines of dialogue. 
and so you mm-hmm. work on your dialogue for a little bit, and then eventually you'd realize that that was a good way to get that to be incorporated into another longer piece, and that little experiment was like kind of the seed of that. Uh, I could totally see how yeah. you know. And it's like a it's like a house. You just need to find the door. Mm. Mm. Once you find the door, you can get into the house and explore. Got it. Um, like the song uh, "Hypertension." Uh, I just wanted to play with some chords. To uh, uh, Dead Mouse, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, his, his song "Some Chords" is what it's called, and uh, um, so there's there's a little bit of influence there off that, and sure. just kind of you, you find your door and you 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 get in, and then you start just exploring and playing, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes you you get into a dead end and <laughs> you know, just have to start over. Sure, again. sure. Well, I imagine it, uh, to continue the metaphor, it probably takes a while to find the door as well because mm-hmm. you could be sitting there with like all of the gear in the world going, oh, I'm really excited about this synth sound and this software is going to make it great and then like, you know, just nothing is coming out that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, just play 
like, um, I think it's the song four. Uh, you'll have it as album four, just because mm. my um, my files are uh, my naming conventions. Well, I don't really have naming conventions. <laughs> <laughs> so, sure, sure. Um, so the, the the song four, I just uh, I sat down with uh, it was a pluck VST, um, uh, which just it sounds like strings, mm. and I I wrote a um, melody that didn't have very many repeating parts um and and that's sort of what the whole thing came from was just this this melody of you know plucking strings and then i actually changed the sound so it's no longer plucking strings
that was the the, the doorway into that song. It's Very just cool. Writing a melody because uh, <laughs> I'm frustrated with the the a lot of uh, uh, like it, what people call EDM, which isn't really a thing. <laughs> um, uh, the uh, the genre conventions of like naming and renaming yeah. and re re renaming. <laughs> exactly. like it's so hilarious and things that used to be like way passe and like ten years ago are now going back again and it's it's just kind right. of funny to see those it's like, like that's cycles. not techno. <laughs> right, know? right, right. Okay, <laughs> I, I guess you're the authority, whatever. But I remember moving to Portland in. You know, there was this huge push of like, say heck no to techno. It was like, you know, the worst <laughs> word you could bring up in electronic music conversations. Uh, and then like a few short years later, everybody's like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of doing like a techno thing, you know? And right. it's just like everybody has to reclaim or rebrand all mm -hmm. these words and they kind of are almost meaningless now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and and that's kind of okay with me because I, I don't really write any particular genre. It you know if whenever I try it ends up being something else. Um, but uh, yeah, I was saying I'm, I was frustrated with this 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 idea with uh, uh, electronic dance music that there can't be a melody. Um, I, mm. I saw some. Uh, I want to say it was uh, maybe Chicago techno label that uh, they. They, they had rules that like you couldn't have more than three notes in a song. <laughs> like, why is it? What are you that, that becomes but, like the punk rock rules of like, oh, you must be this, you know, aggressive yeah. and this short and. And you how know. punk rock is it to follow a bunch of rules? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. And welcome to the anarchist meetup. It, for sure. You know, for we, sure. Here. Please sign this form before you mm -hmm. enter. We need to get your name for the uh, the documents so we can yes. uh, have you on record. Uh, yeah, and that goes that happens I think in almost every um, genre too, where like the things that make it interesting for practitioners that are people who are like, oh, I kind of like making electronic music. I like mm -hmm. synthesizers and whatnot. Um, it becomes kind of like the trap that they get into where they're like, well, like, I have to sound too much like this or, and then they don't move on. I, I right. like, I'm always looking for those artists who are like, oh, you know, it would be a trap to just kind of fall into this. Maybe I'll try my own thing. <laughs> yeah, and, and you can actually find, uh, if you Google it, you have formulas for like EDM, like when do you need mm -hmm. the drop? The drop needs to happen this far in. It's like, um, it's like with romance novels. You have the, you can find mm -hmm. an outline. Like this is mm -hmm. how mm -hmm. this is how it cutter. starts, and yeah. then there's this conflict, and then this is like the breakthrough, and 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 yeah, and you just fill in the blanks, and it, you just get a bunch of stuff that isn't necessarily art but yeah you know. well and, and it's funny too because there's always a place for that there's always room for people who don't want to think about art who mm -hmm. want to have i mean like I, I, I went on vacation a while back with uh, uh my wife and we were talking about uh beach reads you know mm -hmm. like books that are like these empty shells of <laughs> novels yeah. where there's like nothing happening in cozies them. cozies there you yeah. go everybody's got a word for it you know <laughs> that's a, a mystery that like uh, uh also has like gardening tips in it right like <laughs> yeah 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 
Totally. Yeah, uh, uh, it, it's like the Miss Marple uh, style um, kind of thing where, you know, it, it's so familiar that there's really only one detail you need to kind of solve the mystery. And, right. <laughs> uh, and with some music, like, that's what people want, is that they want it to be fairly predictable. They want to know, because, mm-hmm. because like, they're used to, it's got to be this many beats per minute so I can dance and hydrate at this rate and whatever, you know, the drugs right. kick in at this point so that I'm ready when this happens. And and, and there is, there is a... Uh, a certain amount of freedom in, in um, having boundaries like uh, you know haiku how many different uh, haiku poems are there mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know um, but uh, uh, and and it's also true that um, uh, especially with pop music um, people aren't really interested in hearing a new song they're interested in hearing a song that reminds them of another song that they right, like yeah um, the familiarity really is kind of what they're looking for right and and if there wasn't a certain amount of familiarity then there wouldn't be any sort of genres right so you, know, <laughs> you, you wouldn't know what a country song was because you know, there was no boundaries mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. yeah well and like uh, I mean I, I, th- that kind of like in the same way that you gave yourself the challenge of I'm going to do something in triplets mm-hmm. you know like those kinds of rules constraints call them what you will they can breed these wonderful moments of creativity that right. are kind of beautiful uh, so it's not that I want to poo-poo the idea that pop music is all bad or that you know oh, a rhythmic no. song is always going to be terrible pop is king and it always has been <laughs> yeah yeah but I think that uh, the, the notion that I'm always interested in is that like well uh, how do I find my voice within these spaces how do I right. make the thing that I'm doing be expressive of myself mm-hmm. what I thought was very fascinating about the klaxon tunes that you sent to me is uh, they really have like a flavor to them. There is kind of like your thumbprint that comes through. Yeah, it's... that's not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. You, you just it kind of by accident, like yeah. it, you, you shine through. Really? Well, I didn't intend them to all this sound similar, but I was uh, also listening back to them uh, before I sent them to you. And, and yeah, there, there was definitely, um, with a little perspective, you know, because I, I wrote these... Uh, you know, a little while ago, um, I could definitely see that there's a, a defining characteristics of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't say that they are similar because they, each of them have their own, you know, unique style and, you know, whatever. Yeah, I was groping around for a way to say it. <laughs> yeah, but there is kind of like, in the same way that you can spot a tune by the Ramones because of the chord mm-hmm. progressions, there's a little bit of a flavor on your tracks where you can go like, oh yeah, these are kind of connected and related yeah. in some way. I have no idea how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of good, though, you know? Like, I mean, it would be worse if it sounded like somebody else, you know? <laughs> like, if I was like, huh, those are yours, right? <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. I bought that track. <laughs> Yeah, but I th- so uh, you know, I know that there are people who will shame me if I don't ask. So for the gearheads, uh, what kind of stuff are you using to make this? Now you say it's all in the digital environment. Is it all software uh, instruments and whatnot, or? You're looking at what I wrote a lot of them on. Wow. Oh, so, uh, I'm showing it in my phone. Right. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> this is the breakthrough of the last like several uh, years is that 
uh, what used to be these big desktop consoles or these、mm-hmm. recording environments that would take up like whole parts of people's houses. You can do it on the bus. <laughs> yeah, and just whenever you have free time, and actually. Um, my phone. I've had desktop computers that were not as powerful as this phone. Oh sure. Yeah. 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 yeah.、Um, and and it's not that I don't have outboard equipment. I do. It's just that all of it needs to be repaired. Mmm. I see. Yeah. This is the、you、problem.、Know? Yeah. Real mechanical things with keys and whatnot. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of the the most popular、uh, synthesizers out there are from the seventies, and and、mm-hmm. just try to.、Mm-hmm. You know, keep that stuff running. Right. Yeah. Half of it is like running on like goodwill and you know、uh, habit. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Yeah> . These keys work. <laughs> These.、Uh... <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. And and it is so expensive. But uh, and and uh, good equipment is is uh, uh, rare.、Mm. Um, you have to go hunt it down, or you can go order caustic. Off of the Play Store online, it's like ten <laughs> bucks, and it it has several different kinds of synthesizers, including a modular synthesizer.、Oh, nice. It has a sequencer. It has a mastering、uh, suite, and、um, it's like he said for ten bucks. It's it's an amazing <laughs> music creation machine. Sure, sure.、Yeah. I guess I guess we should point out that、uh, they are not sponsoring this conversation. No. <laughs> But that, no. that that speaks to the power of the tool, though.、Too. But if they're looking to sponsor people, yeah, yeah. willing to <laughs> write sign tunes、up. for them, you know, <laughs>、yes. if they're like little sample tunes, <laughs> that'd be a good job.、Yeah. Happy holidays from Mid Valley. It's the Kelly Taylor Show. Mutations. La 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 la. That's right. This is Mid Valley Mutations. You are listening to KMUZ, and our holiday program for Christmas this year is in session. This is the Kelly Taylor Show, where we're speaking with Kelly, whose primary projects include Klaxon, a more experimental electronic kind of thing.、Uh, but now、uh, we're going to get into talking about his rock and roll projects, including Years for Months, which is. Uh, an up-and-coming combo that's played out a bit and is going to continue to play, uh, and um, apparently uh, there's a, a long friendship at the center of that band. And well, well you know, let's let's just、uh, let Kelly explain it. Now, I, well, and and that is, I mean, like I go to enough of these shows where everybody is showing off, like, oh, you know, I got this cool piece of gear from Europe, or here's this thing that I had to home build and it took me、right. weeks to put together, <laughs> and you know, all these like things where people are bringing in like armload after armload of like circuit benders,、cup. they've got、yeah. children's toys that they've like, exactly, with. and then.、Yeah. I mean, there's a charm to somebody who kind of this one guy at a show I went to not too long ago came out with his phone and、mm-hmm. you know, plugged it in, and he, and and half of the show was like him kind of like interacting with the audience and the phone、yeah. and whatnot. And I was like, this is kind of charming, where it's like it's not about the gear anymore; it's about whether or not the music's <laughs> actually good. <laughs> yeah. I- I can't bring myself to do that. <laughs> <laughs>、yeah. Well, there there is something about the music that you make that is.、Uh, I mean, it is. I, I I don't know if I could imagine this being performed. You know,、like. right? It's it's and even、um, off the phone. I mean, I I could I could play a song for you, but it wouldn't be 
the same because I, I export all the tracks and, and mix and master them on my laptop. Right. Um, so it's, it's like I've, I've, I've sweated over these, <laughs> each track, every little, sure, every little right. nuance of it. And, and uh, uh, you know, it'd be f interesting to play live, but it, it'd be uh, different. Yeah. A lot of, I, it, it just seems like it would just boil down to a, a DJ set, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. which nothing wrong with that. Sure, but, uh, sure. Um, but it's a different beast than even the way that you make these songs, too, because like it's, they're not made right. with the intent of being a DJ set. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a different kind of song. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, I mean, I... It'd be cool to get up and you know have a, a bunch of uh, you know circuit bent equipment and, and uh, you know do live with this huge racks of, of uh, um, analog equipment, um, but that's uh, just not what I'm doing. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, well, you know, and um, to be fair, there's like you know there's there's so many niches in the world of music that. It's kind of funny to assume that everybody wants to pursue the same ones, you mm -hmm. know, like maybe in this world, you're very comfortable with the bedroom project in a way that like some people who do bedroom projects long to be on stage somewhere. <laughs> right. Well, um, I've been in 16 bands mm. um, and uh, rock bands and uh, I'm, I'm in a band right now called Years for Months. Right. And uh, we play live, and I play the bass guitar and I sing, and there's a, a two other guitarists and a drummer, and um, it's a completely different experience. Right. You know, um, the the klaxon stuff is almost antisocial because I, <laughs> I have to be alone for long periods of time to you make know, it in, a, do it, in yeah. a dark, quiet room to do it. <laughs> Um, well, in the winter is the perfect time to become so antisocial. <laughs> yeah. It's a good project for when you're unemployed or <laughs> underemployed. There you and, go. There you go. <laughs> you, you just have a few hours to kill every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we should talk about your other music then because, uh, I mean, this is a good segue. Uh, 16 bands is nothing to sneeze at. That's a good long history of playing rock music. <laughs> right. I dare you to name them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, Some of them didn't have names. Uh, that, that you know, that's always kind of fun too, though. When you're like, you work on a project for a while, and you're, it's more about the songs than coming up with like, oh, it's gonna look good on a flyer, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, or or it just is like dies in its infancy because you're practicing in a, a, a storage space and. Um, the drummer shows up in the middle of the night to practice and gets you all kicked out of the story <laughs> space. <laughs> oh, drummer stories. <laughs> drummer stories. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, so let's talk about the current project. Um, so uh, how did you guys get together? Like, how long have you guys been doing this? Um, well, um, Mick, who is actually uh, the host of Northwest Notes right here on KNUC yeah. on Sundays at we 4 o'clock. We love Mick. Um, <laughs> I've known him since seventh grade. He's he's oh. my oldest friend, uh, his dearest friend. I love him, and uh, um, he asked me if if I wanted to come and play bass with him and uh, uh, Stan, um, who's the drummer, and um, Andy, who's the the guitar player, and 
Um, at the time, I didn't know that I was going to end up being a singer too, uh, so I said yes. <laughs> Secret, um, uh, you know, that uh, you don't really reveal until the last minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So once they had me in, right, uh, you can't they say had no. Me hooked, right? right. <laughs> uh, but um, uh, so we we've been practicing, you know, once a week for a couple years, and and uh, we've um, played a few shows and and. Um, uh, there was a uh, there was a baby born, so we haven't been able to practice as much lately. Mm. lately. We, we haven't been able to play shows as much or, or practice, but um, so we've been taking that time since uh, July to uh, do some recording. Oh, cool! Um, which is a little easier to schedule around, and right. um, so we've got some some things um, in the can, and that, that we're ready to. Uh, hopefully get uh, mixed and mastered soon and and so hopefully years for months we'll have some new tracks out there available soon cool and you guys don't have a record out yet or do you guys have a we don't have anything we have a uh, our our first show um, is up available on SoundCloud mm, uh, okay just search for years for months so yeah it's like soundcloud.com backslash years for months it comes up pretty quick yeah and i'll um, make sure there's a link in the show notes for okay. this episode <laughs> so that's the that's our first uh our first show mm-hmm. in its entirety is cool. available to listen to nice that's another thing that's so uh incredible about the digital age now is that yeah even a band at their very beginning is like completely documented <laughs> right <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> i mean I, I could put up practice recordings but <laughs> yeah the, 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 why embarrass yourself <laughs> yeah i think we did pretty good in the show we're all pretty seasoned musician musicians um uh stan and andy were both in easterly um mm. which is a, a local band here in salem and um uh, Mick and I have been in uh, several bands together and separately uh, since high school. Um, and were those all in the Salem area or uh, around yeah, Oregon? Or? Yeah, Salem. Okay. Around, around Salem. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Now, uh, is it fair to say that it's Mick's group and you just are the singer or are you doing some songwriting? You know, I, I think of Mick as the musical director. Oh, I see. He's the zapper. <laughs> so he's I kind the, of follow his direction, but um, he's the conductor. He, 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 when we, when I first came to the project, uh, uh we were playing, um, his songs that he'd written and Got uh, we worked in, um, some of mine and, and, uh, uh, it's been fun to, 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 uh, work on writing a few songs with Mick. We so we've co-written some some songs and and uh, both of us have brought new things to the table. And, uh, and actually, I was talking earlier about a, a, a practice we just had where I brought a song and we actually uh, also had a song um, from Mick that we learned it's right after that. So it's a really <clears throat> really rewarding experience. Very cool. You guys ever resurrect old songs from previous bands? You know, bands we, we actually did. <laughs> we played a a, 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 a song called Were You You from um, uh, it's older than I want to say. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it was it a, reveals a little too yeah, much about <laughs> It was a song that uh, we had we were in a band and uh, um, 
we we played a few shows, but but we were like in this period where we were just sort of uh, woodshedding and and like really really uh, practicing a lot and and trying trying to get uh, 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 all of our stuff down. And we'd written some new stuff and and practiced it, and we were like just about ready to to go play this stuff live, and then the band broke up. Oh, <laughs> <So, laughs> that so is we, the worst. Yeah. yeah. So so we. We did in, in years from us, and just in practice, we played one of those songs, and it was it was fun. It was like uh, um, a throwback for us. But, uh, sure, yeah. sure. And actually, uh, we play one song. Um, uh, we we played in shows uh, live um, uh, called uh, Midnight Stalker. That is a song that uh, I had recorded with a previous band. Uh, called uh, Comeback Maggie mm. and um, so that one actually did get revived and, and brought into the new project. That's kind of cool. And I, I'm actually a lot happier with uh, the direction that the, the music has taken for that song in this version <laughs> than the previous version. So. Yeah, and, we, and we hinted at this earlier but this like idea, you know, like <clears throat> for people who are musicians for not just Part of their lives but do it over and over and over again mm-hmm. uh the longevity of songs like you never know when like a new life is going to be breathed into something or like right. you can reinterpret it because it suddenly makes more sense now than it did 10 years ago <laughs> or what have you you know yeah like those experiences only exist if you keep at it you know mm-hmm. like you don't get those opportunities if you're like, well, this is my band, and then when you're done, you kind of go back to accounting or making Excel files or whatever you do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, it, it, like, do you find those kind of opportunities to be rewarding where you're like, let's take a different approach here. Let's look at this in a different way. Yeah, and um, it's it's kind of rare that, uh, that I've done that just because uh, I, I tend to feel like the old stuff was... Um, more representational of where I was at the time and I want to I want to come up with new stuff for now um but uh uh yeah with uh with this song it's it's uh I I just like the direction it's taking I guess so yeah um I, I don't think I could even tell you how many songs I've written over the years to save my life i couldn't tell you (laughs) well you know let's let's see let's rewind the clock even further back because i'm kind of curious there's that moment when music kind of shifts from being background in our lives to being something Mm -hmm. you pay attention to more intently do you remember that transition in your life and when that happened um yeah I, i remember um being a kid and uh, living in a, a trailer out in the middle of nowhere in Sayo. <laughs> um, and it, uh, miles outside of Sayo. Got it. So um, if, if, if you're listening and you're wondering where that is, um, you're not alone. <laughs> um, I, I know the road <laughs> sign only because I grew up on Cottage Grove. So, oh, okay. like, I know the road sign for Sayo, but, like, you were probably... Yeah, Sayo's <laughs> kind of it, between Salem and the Cascades and south. And mm-hmm. um, 
It, nobody goes through that town to anywhere else. <laughs> they go to so that place and it's, then... <laughs> it's a dead end, basically. Um, so, I'm out there in the middle of nowhere, nothing to do, no one around, <laughs> and I had a guitar, and I wrote a song, and it was... Um, uh, sort of... Uh, transporting experience yeah interesting so do you uh do you ha did you record that song at all or was it just a you only have that one up upstairs oh, mick might have a copy of it <laughs> 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 a terrible musician musical librarian I, I don't have copies of anything got it i had to um I had to scramble just to find my <laughs> my Klaxon stuff for this show. <laughs> oh, very cool, very cool. Yeah, well, you know, that, that is, it's a separate skill, archiving and saving that kind of stuff. Because when you're yeah. making things, you don't really yeah. think about how you're going to save it. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm sort of like uh, Dr. Frankenstein with creative works. Once, <laughs> once I make something, I'm horrified by it, and no one would ever want to see it again. <laughs> Let it go and wander into the woods yes. and see what happens. <laughs> Throw small children into wells or something. <laughs> well, like, you know, like hopefully your songs are not like, you know, wandering in the uh, icy landscapes, you know. They'll, they'll, they'll come back. They'll come back to get me eventually. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> this will not end well. Uh.
stay tuned. The first hour of our holiday Christmas program is over, but hour two is just around the corner. Happy holidays from Mid Valley. It's the Kelly Taylor Show. Mutations. La 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 la. Happy holidays from Mid Valley. It's the Kelly Taylor Show. Mutations. La 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 la. That's right. This is Mid Valley Mutations. It is our Christmas show, and we are speaking with Kelly Taylor. Uh, the mind behind Klaxon and uh, one of the gents in years for months, uh, a uh, local rock and roll group, in fact. Uh, now, uh, this is our two of our program, and uh, we're just kind of cruising right along, enjoying uh, this holiday conversation uh, with uh, an excellent local gentleman who uh, represents some of the cooler aspects of our music scene. Now, this has been a part of our fantastic holiday season this year. I, I, I got to say, I've had a really excellent Christmas here on the radio. And uh, I want to thank Lob Instagon and Vicki Bennett, people like us, um, as well as Kelly Taylor for being a part of that. And uh, if you have been enjoying this holiday vibe, next week, uh, Sadgasm is going to come into the studio. And uh, they're going to do a little bit of live relationship advice so to speak uh you call in you talk about what's going on what's your problem what you need help with uh and the gents in sadgasm are going to do their best to uh answer those questions and give you some advice live on the radio that's going to be how we celebrate the new year it's our new year's new tears special uh and uh, we hope that you will join us for that program We've got all sorts of fun things coming up on the show. And, uh, you know, the more I talk about them, the less interesting they get. So let me just say, go to midvalleymutations.com where we have updates on all things coming forward and all things that have happened. And you can always find us on the social medias, um, the MyFacer Plus and the Twinstagrambler. And, uh, yeah, we are more than happy to let you know what is happening. But today... What is happening is we're kind of getting into uh, the holiday spirit. And um, we've been featuring a lot of the music that Kelly makes solo, this Klaxon project, which is basically a, 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 uh, a phone slash bedroom 
<laughs> project uh, of an experimental electronic nature, um, and uh, he doesn't play out in that group. But this is the part of the show where we talk about his other interests. And I guess the best way to get into it is like this. Well, uh, yeah. so you, having been in a number of different groups over the years, you've clearly had a number of different influences, too, as time has gone on, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we you know, have, as part of the show, we're going to do a little bit of, I guess, an influences set. Do you want to kind of talk about some of these artists or or, or what what what? drove you to pick some of these selections that you wanted to bring uh, uh, to the show. And yeah, I know that um, this is always the most challenging part of anything because like a lot of people don't want to say, well, I'm directly influenced by X because that always sounds tacky. <laughs> uh, but there are things that over time... No, as a kid, I wanted to be David Bowie. <laughs> right? No, I, don't we all? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I those, failed, but I wanted to be. Sure, sure. And those, shoot for the moon and, you know, you'll end up in a decaying orbit. But <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you, might, you might still get around the moon. Anyway, yeah. but, uh, well, that's, you know, those kinds of things are fascinating because some people are always so nervous to, like, reveal that kind of stuff. But I like that you're like, no, I wanted to... <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be David Bowie. Yeah, end of discussion. Right. Um, no, I Actually, what I brought uh, isn't really influences. It's stuff that uh, I'm listening to. Um, mm, okay, these are just kind of things that are really kind of floating. Things boat that days. I things that I like. I have a, a not too much memory on my phone, but these songs didn't get deleted because I couldn't bear to. So <laughs> um, I do a a, a, a blog at, at uh, downloadedshow.blogspot.com, and it, all of it right. is. Um, music that's uh, freely available to download and so I'll download it to my phone give it a listen maybe write a short blurb and post a post a blog and um, it that music eventually you know most of it gets deleted off the phone just to make more space but uh, uh, these are the the cream of the crop that I, I just really liked and, and they've stuck around and, and so um, that's what I brought. Um, as far as influences, um, nothing on here is, uh, is <laughs> anything I've had for more than a year or so. So, oh, so these um, are actually fairly newish things that you're enjoying. Newish to me, yeah. This, nice. this is like my current cream of the crop um, I like that well that's actually yeah. kind of almost more interesting than an influence anyway because like I think some people get and I I suffer from this too so bogged down in the past you know mm-hmm. and we just love those old records you know and well yeah <laughs> you love whatever was playing at your at your uh, high school homecoming yeah that nostalgia you know? can never be undervalued you know, yeah like and, it really and, holds us <laughs> actually the theme of my high school homecoming was welcome to the jungle so. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know i can't remember i think i feel like mine was a boys to men song maybe but like <laughs> nice. i can't you know that, that's a little maybe because of the year and uh-huh. more than you know because it was actually like relevant to our <laughs> class <laughs> so. well i am a big um guns and roses fan oh yeah well i mean no shame in that at yeah. all yeah, I mean, there's they're unequaled as far as i'm concerned yeah yeah i always said that like you know if you could write one flawless album like you've done pretty well and that mm-hmm. like appetite for destruction is, yeah i mean like it 
people are listening to that at parties every summer for mm -hmm. like and will be for the rest of their lives like it's just like a party album <laughs> you know like there's no part of it that you want to turn off or change the right you know <laughs> there there's not a whole lot of flawless albums out there i mm -hmm, mean mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it'd be actually kind of fun to to, to name off a few um I could think of maybe Pyromania by Def Leppard. Oh, interesting. Um, interesting. Okay. Uh, past that, I, I, I've got nothing. Yeah, I used to keep a copy of Kill 'em All by Metallica nearby okay. for radio purposes. Yeah. Because, like, if you ever got in a corner somewhere and you needed a way out, like, just, you just put Metallica just on. Metallica and on. it was going to save save yeah. you in some form. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah. And Kill 'em All is pretty, pretty epic. Like, you know, maybe it could have been produced a little better with hindsight but like at the time you know it was it, yeah. it, it was a pretty big deal <laughs> <laughs> well i mean I, I think people have heard of those guys they've done pretty well for themselves uh, yeah a, a little bit a little bit yeah well cool well, you know so we're definitely going to be doing a little music set here so let's take a quick uh break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about some more uh holiday stuff uh here's a little music interlude for y'all awesome. <laughs>
Happy holidays, Thorn. Mid Valley. It's the Kelly Taylor Show. You taste it. La 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 la. And we're back, yeah. So that's uh, some tunes that you're currently into uh, <clears throat> in terms of like just kind of stuff you'd have found in the last year or so. And we and we should refer people to your blog again. We'll put a link in show notes. Sure, yeah. Um, but this is kind of like if you are looking for music that's free to find on the internet uh, and is not going to like cost you an arm and a leg to download or mm-hmm. what have you, um, this is a good resource for it. Right. It, it occurred to me that there's a lot of music out there that, that we're just like uh, drowning in it practically. There's so much mm-hmm. music available and um, uh, a lot of it is maybe subpar. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. So I I decided, I, I, I thought, you know, there's got to be some good stuff here. So I, I started digging and, and started sharing it and it sort of become a little bit of an obsession <laughs> it's a little unhealthy but you can you can benefit from um my uh, unhealthy habit yeah, yeah. <laughs> isn't that how it find is some with, good music yeah isn't that how it always is with the artists and musicians though is that like their neurosis becomes our pleasure <laughs> yeah <laughs> so. But that's, you know, you're totally right in that, like, in the old days, we had the filter of the radio. Like, it had to be X good to get on the right. radio before anybody heard it. Right. Uh, and so, like, I mean, it wasn't the best filter, but, like, usually that meant the quality was a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the internet... It's not exactly how it worked, either. <laughs> yeah, know? I know, true, the money was, had more There payola. were certain, um, yeah, impediments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now we have, like, this, this huge pile, and hopefully the cream will rise to the crop, and it'll be a more uh, democratic system where, where you know, if you actually have good music, it'll have an opportunity to be heard. Right. So, yeah, trying to help people out with that. The emphasis is now on you have to actually write a good song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, because like you could get on the radio in the old days, but it wasn't mm-hmm. always great, and like it was filtered by so many other people. Right. And like, and I guess my my kind of angle on this is that like the internet has become the new radio, but like there's so much of it that we need people like you who are kind of like going like, eh, yeah. try this, not this. <laughs> Just maybe as a suggestion. Yeah. You know? Yeah, sure. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, there is some, there's, uh, just to be clear, there is some of my music on there too, so it's not completely, oh. um, uh, uh, I'm not martyring myself for this. Sure, yeah. sure, but. sure. Well, we, well we, we should actually talk about the ones that are yours, too, because, uh, I mean, like, <clears throat> that, you know, since they are different than your kind of klaxon-style tunes, mm-hmm. like, uh, you, do you want to talk about any of these that were are your yours specific? or So, so Numb is uh, a song that Mick wrote, uh, and it's a, a, actually a tribute to a, a friend of his who, who passed mm-hmm. and um, it was also one of those songs uh, it, that uh, 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 it's got this amazing uh, transformation <laughs> as far as I'm concerned because uh, when he first shared it with me 
it was like locked in my head as this singer-songwriter song. It was very uh, uh, heartfelt, um, uh, really well-written song, and I didn't really see any way for that to be anything else. And then we brought it to the band, and then all of a sudden, it's this different, a whole different thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's um, kind of nice when, like, e- even your vision is a little bit limited for what the song can become. Right. You know? It's always <laughs> this, this surprise. Yeah. <laughs> and it shouldn't be, you know, because it seems to always happen. But sure. Um, you know, I, I'm reminded of uh, 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 when I was a kid watching the members of Gen, not Genesis, um, the members of Eur- the Eurythmics on um, TV, and they were talking about how they wrote songs. And the dude whips out a guitar uh-huh. and starts playing Eurythmics songs on a guitar. Without any of the other accompaniment right. or and anything else. There's, there's no guitar in Eurythmics. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know? And that blew my mind. It's like, this is, you know, you can actually interpret things and, and come up with different approaches to music. And yeah. Well, and that, like, <clears throat> songs have a life beyond the one version that someone knows or the one right. version that was recorded. But, uh, I mean, like, I think yeah, and then Marilyn Manson comes comes around and does Sweet Dreams. <laughs> right? You know, <laughs> how different is that? The, uh, this complete <laughs> other, I mean, like, depending on your taste, it's either an abomination or the greatest thing you've ever heard, you know? <laughs> Yeah. And I think that that's like a great part about music too is that like especially for stuff that ends up on this show cuz we try to find odder, weirder corners of music. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, and what I think is fascinating about it is that <clears throat> even folk music has a place on this show. Mm-hmm. Even disco finds its home on this show somehow. Like you know like there's certain there's certain ways that like genres can be reimagined that that fit this yeah. kind of idea and like it doesn't have to be kind of like the cookie cutter version of country music you can get a little stranger <laughs> yeah, maybe a little hank three or something yeah 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 he puts on some good shows i, he I like does. Yeah. yeah i actually went to bend <laughs> once to to watch him play with. oh that's funny <laughs> i saw him in portland and he did the um uh, like slow transition to a heavy metal show, right? Like it yeah, starts he starts out with show. his hair in a ponytail, and he's got a, a, a cowboy hat on, and then by the end, his hair is down, the cowboy hat's gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it's and it works because like there's even that in between stuff where it's kind of like these just basically rock songs that are just getting mm-hmm. like more and more aggressive, and then pretty soon it's like okay, distortion pedal on everything, let's go. <laughs> yeah, as a genre bender. Yeah, but it, like I like that about <clears throat> the world of music that it's not confined you know there's always people who are looking for ways to break out of these confinements or to take the confinements and mess with them in a way that they make their own music with right you know like uh, i think that that's an important place for music to go well, you know, I don't want to keep you all day because the holiday's coming up soon, and you know we got to get my shopping done still. Exactly. If you're if you're a last minute like us, you're counting on this weekend <laughs> to get things ready by Monday. Uh, but uh, you know, I just wanted to uh, remind people of how we could find stuff uh, of yours, and then uh, anything else that we missed or forgot before we wrap things up. Uh, so I know that. Uh, Claxon is on SoundCloud, and uh, we can. I'll put a link yes. in the show notes for how to get to that directly. Uh, and years for months. Uh, also on SoundCloud. Yeah, and I'll put and Bandcamp. Oh, excellent. And um, and then the, the blog is on uh, uh, um, Blogger. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, again, yeah. another link. Uh, should we plug any of your old bands as well uh, for anyone who might be listening? Or? 
Uh, well, if you want to have a fun trip down memory lane, you can go to, to myspace.com backslash we are street. <laughs> I, I think it's still there. Yeah, you know, MySpace has <laughs> almost perfectly preserved the year 2007. Yes, like it's, it's really it's like this little amber, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mosquito. It's kind of nice. Someday, maybe someone's going to reproduce a dinosaur. Sure, sure. There is enough room for that kind of archaeology. In the same way that, like, people are going through all of the tapes of the 80s to find the hidden gems of all those cassette releases. Yeah. I know that the 90s are going to be like the CDR era of like finding all these random CDR bands and then right. know, 2007 <laughs> it'll just be people mining through MySpace and <laughs> you know, yeah. we'll just dig up all these like, you know, MySpace only bands that the time has forgotten. <laughs> well, there's a, I've got a couple in there, I think. Nice. Nice. Uh, Come back Maggie and We Are Street. I think both still have MySpace pages just Sitting in amber. <laughs> nice. Well, you see, but like I'm getting these little history lessons because, like, as an outsider to Salem, you move here, you mm-hmm. see some bands play, and you hear, oh, they used to be in another band, or they used to play a long time ago, or this used to be yeah. a venue, <laughs> and you're trying to piece together this history of what the music scene used to be. And so, when you can connect little bits here and there, it's always nice to go like, okay, I've heard that name before. I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, now I got to get Mick in here because I feel like he's oh, the other half of yeah, this and, conversation. Yeah, and he's, he's, <laughs> he's actually the one with all the actual knowledge about it, so you mm. probably should have got him instead of me. Uh, <laughs> but, well, we'll just do another show and then there'll be a pair. Okay. <laughs> They'll go together. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but this is good because, you know, like um, when I had Julie in here, when I had Justin in here, mm-hmm. like I was just trying, I'm trying to get these histories pieced together and like sure you know i can read flyers all day long and ask people to send me links but like getting it from the horse's (laughs) mouth is the only way (laughs) so very cool very cool well uh and then uh do we we need to give any more shout outs to anyone like cousins that might be listening or something like that or um okay catherine gordon (laughs) i'm pretty (laughs) sure she's listening there you go there you go well yeah thank you for listening uh cool very cool well you know uh it is the holidays, so I guess we should kind of ask one last thing, you know, like, I didn't want to make the whole show about this, but, you know, like, is there, when it gets to be this time of year, and, you know, it, I mean, Monday, it's it's here, so we can't avoid it, Christmas time, uh, what kind of music do you put on this time of year? What do you reach for when you're looking to celebrate the season? Um, I look for something new. New. I like yeah, it. Always something new. That's very good. That's a good place to leave it, actually, because I think if if anyone needs a good message out there, uh, the past is great. New things are even better. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, this has been The Kelly Taylor Show, and uh, thank you so much for coming down and uh, and hanging out with me in my, my holiday-centric uh, home. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for having me. It's been yeah. a pleasure. Very cool. Very cool. And that's going to do it for us this week, The Kelly Taylor Show, our uh, Christmas broadcast here on Mid-Valley Mutations. Uh, Kelly is a great dude, and I'm glad I was able to bring in some of his stuff. And in fact, please uh, stick around for a podcast-only bonus. Uh, I think we're going to have a few uh, extra things that we couldn't fit into this one uh, over there. We're going to close with a bit of a tradition. This is a bit more dime store radio theater for you. But what can I say? You guys are wonderful. You guys are beautiful. Without you, there would be no show. Be seeing you. Mid-Valley Mutations.
And now, Dime Store Radio Theater proudly presents another case from the Nero Wolf Files with Slaughtered Santas. Ladies and gentlemen, the ringing of that phone bell means mystery, adventure. Nero Wolf's office, Archie Goodwin speaking. Yes. Yes, I know that in 48 hours it's going to be Christmas, but who is this? Who? Look, I'm a big boy now, so... Okay. Tonight at 8. Goodbye. What the devil was that? This may come as a shock to you, Mr. Wolf, but that was Santa Claus. You've been drinking? Uh-huh, the usual, Mill. He's coming to see you at 8. He's got a problem. Indeed. It seems that some low, not to mention murderous character, is going around slaughtering Santa Clauses. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's the bulkiest, balkiest, smartest, and most unpredictable detective in the world. That chair-born genius, Nero Wolfe. Created by Rex Stout and brought to you in a new series of adventures over this NBC network in the person of Mr. Sidney Greenstreet. than eight, however, the case of the slaughtered Santas. It began to be precise on the corner of 34th Street and Carlisle. The hour was close to six, the weather cold, the sky dark. Uh, how you doing, Santa? Uh, I'm freezing to death, officer. Well, it's a cold day. You packing up? Yeah, I guess so. Not many people around anymore. Oh, heading for home and dinner. How was the collection? Well, I, I don't need no armored car, but... A few dozen kids are going to have something for their Christmas stockings. Your competition, the guy in the opposite corner, is already screaming. <laughs> Probably got low blood pressure. Well, give me a hand to get the collection part off the chains, eh? Sure, there you go. <clears throat> yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'll just walk you down the block. Got a phone in. Okay, fine. One Santa still left. Wonder what he's waiting for. <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> Well, watch yourself going down those chimneys tonight. Sure, sure. Well, I'll cut across the avenue here. Be seeing you. Hey, that car coming down the street. Got its lights out. Look out! Hey, Peg. Huh? Did I ever tell you I love you? Oh, it's not me you love. It's a hot soup. Ah, now, you're not the only woman who can cook a dish of soup. Huh? It helps, though. I'm just beginning to thaw out. Yeah, that's a cold corner you play Santa Claus on. Well, don't hurt to make a few bucks. I ain't done so good this past year. Well, maybe the next year it'll be... Oh, well. Besides, I kind of like it, you know. Kids asking questions all day long. Yeah. You know, I wonder how, how they figure the other two Santas at the intersection. Our kids think of only one thing at a time. <laughs> Moises? Sure, You know, uh, one of them other Santas got hit by a car tonight. Oh? Yeah, packed up a few minutes before I did, started crossing the avenue, and bang! You know, hit and run driver. Oh, gosh, that's too bad. Was he hurt? Yes, he was killed. Here's your soup. 
Oh, with traffic the way it is nowadays. Well, I better take a look at the stew. Somebody at the door. I'll get it, Peg. Okay. Yeah, what? Oh! Yes, Archie? I've been thinking. Good heavens. Oh, I admit it won't bring about a national emergency, but Mr. Wolf Christmas is only a couple of days away. If you're hinting about your presence... No, no, no. I was just imagining you behind a team of reindeer. Your imagination is morbid. You'd make a wonderful Santa Claus. Really? You've got the perfect build for it. Of course, as for character... Archie. Yeah? <laughs> Can you picture me scrambling down a chimney? <laughs> Well, they might have to build bigger chimneys, but... Bah. Uh, there's that, too. However... That is the front door. True. I was thinking... You might see who it is. Well, if nobody's been lying to me on the phone, that'll be Santa Claus. Maybe me. But I haven't decided what I want for Christmas yet, Mr. Wolf. For example, should she be blonde or brunette, tall or short? Archie. On my way. Good evening. I dislike dawdling on anyone's doorstep. Well, stop dawdling. Come in, please. Mr. Wolf has been warned of my arrival. He has. Through here. Uh, Mr. Wolf, this is uh, Santa Claus. My name is Barton. John Barton. How do you do, sir? I have no time for the social graces, Mr. Wolf. I'm about to be murdered. Heard in my house, I have objections. I'm a frightened man, Mr. Wolf. Me? This, this costume you see me in is responsible for it all. Why are you in it? I had a notion it might be, well, entertaining to play Santa Claus in public. I'm a wealthy man, sir. I can afford to have whims. Therefore, I have assumed this masquerade. However, it apparently <laughs> is going to be the death of me. Mr. Barden, you have adequately conveyed an atmosphere and an emotion. I suggest you concentrate on facts now. Very well. I have been acting as Santa Claus for the tuberculosis fund. My station is the corner of 34th Street and Carlisle Avenue. I might add the northeast corner. Why? Because at that intersection, there have been two other Santa Clauses. One on the southeast corner and one on the southwest corner. Three Santa Clauses, then, on three corners. Yes. Now, then, earlier tonight, the man on the southwest corner started home. He was crossing the avenue when he was run down and killed by an automobile. A regrettable accident. The car was running without lights. It deliberately ran the fellow down and then vanished. Not an accident, Mr. Wolf. You saw this yourself? I did. One Santa Claus dead. The man on the southeast corner got home all right. According to the radio news flash, that's where he was killed. By bullets. Coincidence? Possibly. But I wouldn't want to risk my life on the chance. This is Friday night. In the nature of things, you would have made two more appearances. Very well, Mr. Barton. I'll write you a check as a retainer, then hurry along home. I'm late now. No. I beg your pardon. You will neither hurry home nor notify anyone at your home of your whereabouts. But you will remain here until such time as I think it's safe for you to leave. The house is well guarded. I can't do that. In which case, I cannot accept you as a client. I fail to understand. Mr. Barden, it is very easy to murder someone. Avoiding the consequences of such an action is something else again. However, I'm assuming that you're not primarily interested... In what happens to your murderer after you're dead? Of course not. Therefore, you remain here. Archie? Yep. First, the corner of 34th and Carlisle, a complete report. But that's nonsense. The corner will be deserted Mr. now. Mr. Barton, 
You're hiring my intelligence. You therefore permit me to use it as I see fit. A complete report, Archie. Right, sir. You will then visit Inspector Crame at headquarters. You will, in whatever manner you find effective, collect all the police information about the two already murdered Santas. Fine. The manner, I think, will be applying a blowtorch to the inspector's toes. Your levity is ill-timed. The inspector is likely to throw me out of my ear. Your problem. My ear. And on your way home, you might stop in at Mr. Barton's place. I don't see any purpose in that. Mr. Barton, there is a basic problem to which we must find an answer. Whether those two men were murdered because they were Santa Clauses, or because their deaths were merely preliminaries to yours. Archie, I suggest haste. Yes, sir. And avoid blondes. Hmm? <laughs> I would like you to be home in time for Christmas. Hey, Pugs. Yeah? Got the price of a cup of coffee? <laughs> you sure you mean coffee? Either you're gonna dig it up or you ain't. Never mind the questions about my personal affairs, see? Oh, I apologize. Here. Two bits. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Don't let me keep you. You're not. 34th and Carlisle, huh? During the day filled with milling throngs. Hey, that's a nice phrase. I'll have to remember it. Milling throngs. And now, desolate and deserted. Well, that's life. Is that a fact? That's philosophy. Yeah? But two bits, I don't have to listen to no philosopher, see? Good night, bud. <laughs> Uh-oh. The inspector's got company. If all you reporters will shut up and ask your questions one by one, I'll answer them. Inspector Kramer, it's true a couple of Santa Clauses have been knocked off tonight? It's true that two men who have been employed as Santa Claus by charitable organizations have been murdered, yes. Any connection between those two guys, or does somebody just hate Santa Claus? Well, so far as we know, there is no connection. That means it could be maybe some kind of maniac who decided he doesn't like Christmas or Santa Claus. Is that right? Uh, the department is investigating along those lines. Like how? Well, we're checking all the local asylums for possible escape lunatics. Yeah, but Inspector, suppose this nut has never been in an asylum. That'll be all, boys. Oh, but listen, listen. I said that'll be all now. Anything new comes in, you'll get it, understand? Hey, uh, good one. Hello, Inspector. Yeah, I spotted you coming in. What happened? You decided to reform and got a job on a paper? Nope. I'm a public-spirited citizen, that's all. Yeah, I could add a few things to that description with practically no strain at all. Mr. Wolf and I are very sentimental about Christmas. We object to Santa Claus's being killed. Nuts. Oh, Inspector, aren't you in favor of Christmas? I'm in favor of Christmas. I'm in favor of motherhood. I'm in... Leave motherhood out of this. Neither of us are mothers. Our chances of becoming mothers aren't too good either. And furthermore, Okay, would... okay, you're not given. So get out of here. <laughs> Thank you, Inspector. Uh, but Goodwin, yeah? in case Wolf decides to send me something for Christmas, you know what I wish he'd send me? What? Your head. <laughs> What did you say? I said my name is Goodwin and it's cold on your doorstep. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't mention your name. I'm Laura Barton. Mrs. Laura Barton? 
No. Fine. Fine. That is, what relation are you to John Barton? His niece. Why do you ask? Oh, you've got a beautiful voice. Uh, all this marble and no butler? I don't know where Pleasant is. He should be here. Have him shot at sunrise. Oh, Laura. Wayne, this is Mr. Goodwin. I never heard of him. What does he want? Well, I don't know. Wayne what? Stevens. Uh Uh-huh. Friend of Mr. Barton? Half-brother, but we seem to be doing all the answering. How about your answering some questions, Goodwin? I'll try. Come into the library. What do you want? For Christmas? Uh, erase that. I would like to see Mr. Barton. He's not home. Where is he? Don't you know? I wouldn't have come here asking for him if I did, would I? I suppose that's true. What did you want with him? Conversation. About? Anything. You see, I like to talk to rich men. Are you rich? <laughs> I can't play the piano either. You could always learn. But being rich is harder, I found Mr. It. Mr. Goodwin, you must have some reason for coming here. Some reason concerning Uncle. Laura, you're being imaginative. Well, Uncle is late. He's probably still on that street corner playing Santa Claus. He enjoys it. Why bother about... I what... don't know, except... He's never been as late as this? Well, no. Not since he started that masquerade of his. Would you happen to know where the butler is? Out getting drunk, I suspect. He was in the kitchen a little while ago. Disappeared. Pleasant likes to look on the wine when it's red. Or even when it's rye. Uh, no, I take that back. Oh, you do? He prefers Irish whiskey. We don't stock it. Therefore, oh, um... too bad. I better run along. Good night, Mr. Stevens. Miss Barton. Good night. Uh, I'll see you out. Prettiest butler I ever saw. Blonde. Now, old Dr. Tidmouse always said, beware of blondes, because... Mr. Goodwin, I... Well, I'm waiting. Well, I... Mr. Goodwin, you must know something about Uncle, something you didn't want to tell us. Makes you think so. Well, otherwise, your visit was just pointless. Let's suppose I know. Now, I might be a kidnapper. Oh, no. My honest brown eyes. Your first name is Archie, isn't it? Archie? Archie Goodwin. Hmm. Goes together nicely, don't you think? You work for Nero Wolf. You're going back to him now? I might be, but then again, I might be going to the movies. I recognized you. Your pictures have been in the papers. Take me with you to see Mr. Wolf. You can trust me. I never trust blondes. That's unfair. Well, no, I don't trust brunettes either. Furthermore, I'm not sure Mr. Wolf would want to see you, so I... Uh... So? So why don't you, uh, trail me home, Hmm? <laughs> Archie, where's Santa Claus? Guest room. He was tired. What? Uh... I've been trailed home. Deep by a blonde. Phooey. All right. I admit I didn't make any strenuous effort to shake her off, but she trailed. Where is she? Outside. Good. Your report. Oh, but she might freeze to death out there. That's her problem. Your report, Archie. It's short and simple. It would be simple. I haven't got time to resent that. A blonde is dying. As for the report. Corner of 34th and Carlisle is a very quiet spot at night. No one was around but a bum who got into me for a quarter. For coffee, he said. You will not put that quarter on the expense account. Stop worrying. That was a private gesture. There were four corners. Corner number one had a dress shop on it. Corner number two, a drugstore with a beautiful redhead in the window making with a hair rinse. 
The ad said her name was Noreen, but it didn't give her phone number. Ah, gee. Third corner was devoted to a shoe store, and the fourth corner had a bank on it. A bank? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Kind of thought we'd have a pause at that point. Mean something? Inspector Kramer's information consisted oh, of... Oh, you're being coy. Kramer furnished the information the police could find no connection between the two murdered Santas. Except for the fact that they were both playing Santa Claus. Well, isn't that a little on the obvious side? This is an obvious case. The Barton home, Archie. Uh, marble and old lace. A butler, his name is Pleasant, was among those missing. Among those present, Laura Barton, the old man's niece, and Wayne Stevens, his half-brother. Ah. Yeah, only for Laura. Stevens was not at all pretty. It was Laura Barton who followed you here. It was Laura. Archie, uh, go upstairs mm-hmm. yes, and... Uh... Oh, now, wait a minute. The girl, the weather, common humanity demands that you have... Louis, you speak for yourself, not humanity. I'm human. On occasion, a debatable point. Very well. Let her in. Oh, thanks. Laura, come in. Laura Barton, Mr. Wolf. How do you do? How much money do you inherit on the death of your uncle? What? That is known as the shock treatment. However, I need an answer. Uncle isn't dead, is he? That, for the moment, is irrelevant. How much? Half his estate. The other half? Wayne, uncle's half-brother. Very well. Archie, will you go upstairs and inform Mr. Barton that his niece is here? Uncle is here? On my way. Archie, Mr. Barton. Come in. Mr. Wolf would like you to come downstairs. I suppose he has a reason. Mm-hmm. A blonde reason, your niece. My niece? That's right. She did. Hey, where'd you get that? A man of my wealth finds it safer to carry a revolver. But it's not safe to point it at people, especially for the people. Turn around, Goodwin. But, Mr. Barton, we're protecting you. By letting that girl into the house... If I had the time, I'd be amused. As it is! Archie, you been gone? Good heaven. Uh Uh-huh. Santa Claus came early. You're ahead. Which one are you referring to, my own or the one Santa gave me? You had better sit. No, no, I had enough trouble getting up a little while ago. I'm staying out of any positions in which I might have to do that again. Mr. Barton is among the missing. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Hit me on the head and use the back exit. I checked with Fritz in the kitchen on the way here. He offered a reason for his peculiar behavior? Laura Barton. So? I, I don't understand. Uncle wouldn't do... Uncle apparently has. He also would appear fancies himself in costume. Well, he used to be very much interested in the stage. He, he acted for a while, a long time ago, till the family objected. Archie? Got it. Nero Wolf's office, Archie Goodwin speaking. You recite very nicely, Goodwin. This is Kramer. Let me have Wolf, huh? Mr. Wolf? Inspector Kramer. Yes, Inspector? The papers haven't been carrying it, Wolf, but uh, you're working on the Santa Claus case, aren't you? Possibility? You didn't send Goodwin down to headquarters on a possibility. Uh, Never mind. We're working on a line down here, Wolf. Now, look, uh, 
If it doesn't strain your professional ethics, you might be able to help. How? There's a bank on the corner of 34th Street and Carlisle. We got the thought that suppose a gang was preparing to take that bank tomorrow morning. Those Santa Clauses have been on the corner for nearly a week now. They might have noticed something about the bank's routine, guards or what have you, that could interfere with the gang's plan. A mighty ingenious and imaginative thought, Inspector. Hey, you didn't say yes or no. I have at the moment no opinion. That's all you're going to give us? At the moment. However, Inspector, in a very little while, I shall give you... uh, (laughs) The murderer. Archie, Miss Parton will remain here. As for you... Yeah? You return to 34th Street and find our coffee-loving friend. Hmm? You will persuade him in whatever manner you think best to return here with you. Huh? Yes. <laughs> you know, I think it's possible you may be able to put that quarter on the expense account after all. You. What? Oh. Why? I've seen you before. Yeah, I've learned to love the neighborhood. That's why it's going to break my heart. What is? Leaving it with you. With... It's sensitive about having guns pulled on me tonight. Let go of me, will you? Not until I... I... Yeah. The gun looks in a lot better shape than you do. You're coming with me. Oh, where? Mr. Wolf would like to see you. Hero Wolf? Yeah. Well, Why? He's trying to salvage a quarter. Ah, Archie. Uh-huh. Complete with the... He wouldn't give his name. He did have a gun to it, though. This one. Yes. Archie, you know Miss Barton, of course? Hi. And Mr. Stevens? He joined us a moment ago. Miss Barton thought she'd be happy if he were here. Hello, Stevens. That's not the only reason I came. My brother is still missing. I'm concerned. Yes. You, sir, will you sit down? Watching people stand makes me uncomfortable. I don't have to. You do. Archie is stronger than you are. Uh, All right. Uh, That's better. If you don't mind, Mr. Wolf, I've never been here before, never met you. But you look as though you could handle things. I think my brother's been kidnapped. Possibility we shall have to consider. Miss Barton, perhaps you have a theory, too? Well, I don't know. Uncle's been behaving strangely for weeks now. What way? I'm not sure. Wayne... Well, of course, John's always been a little peculiar, but I'm afraid I saw nothing especially strange outside of this Santa Claus stunt, of course. I see. Miss Barton, your uncle played Santa Claus all week on one of the corners of 34th Street in Carlisle. I know. On two other corners, two other men indulged in the same activity. Those two other men are now dead. Oh, Uh, Wait. Mr. Wolf, you mean they were killed by mistake for Barton? It is true that one man made up of Santa Claus looks very much like any other man's similar costume. But the answer is no. One of the two men was shot in his home after he had removed his costume. Well, then, what connection? Miss Barton, in the event that you wanted to hide a tree, where would you hide it? Hide a tree? Why, I wouldn't even begin to know. If you were very clever, you would hide it in a forest. If you wanted to hide a murder and were very clever, you would adopt the same principle. Wait, you mean that if someone wanted to kill Uncle and didn't want to be suspected, 
He'd go about murdering several people with an ostensible, if lunatic, reason. He would let us say go about killing Santa Clauses. I get it. Then people would think the man he really wanted dead for a special and private reason had been killed for something that didn't point to him. True. That was why two Santa Clauses were murdered tonight. The third Santa Claus, however, the real object of the murderer's attention was luckier or suspicious. He fled. Ah, do I have to hang around here and listen to all this? You do, my unwashed friend. Mr. Barton fled, and the murderer was in a quandary. He had, so to speak, invested in two murders merely to make the third one confusing. But he found himself unable to commit that third murder. He couldn't find his victim. Could he ask the police to do so? Hardly. But he might try to inveigle a private detective such as myself into the job. Uh, that makes sense, Mr. Wolf. But uh, why would my brother have deliberately fled from your house? Uh, I, I mean, he was protected here, so... But do I make myself clear? Very clear, Mr. Stevens. Archie, that gun you took from that dirty gentleman, you still have it? I still have it. Then would you mind pointing it at Mr. Stevens here until the police remove him? All right, come along, Stevens. Well, that's the end of Mr. Stevens. Inspector Kramer will take good care of him from now on. But now, Mr. Wolf, Laura and me and the refugee from a washcloth over here would still like to know how and why and who was involved. I knew two people had a motive for John Barton's death. Laura Barton and Wayne Stevens. One of them proceeded to kill Santa Clauses in the hope that the police would assume those killings to be the work of a lunatic. The paper certainly hopped on that assumption. Yes. However, John Barton, aware that his life was in danger, escaped his murderer and hid. In this house? No. A man in Santa Claus costume came here and said he was Barton. However, he was an obvious imposter. He proved that by his flight when his niece came here. You mean he could fool you, but he knew he wouldn't be able to fool me, so... Precisely, therefore, was not Barton. Who was it? Who else had disappeared at the propitious moment? The butler, Pleasant. True. I distrust coincidence. Stevens needed an accomplice, hence he sent Pleasant here. And Pleasant would give you a song and dance about Barton's danger and then scram. You'd start investigating, discover Barton was missing, try to find him, and lead Stevens to his victim, huh? I frustrated that part of the plan by insisting on Pleasant's remaining here, which he did until... That part of it's fine. But how did you choose between Laura and Stevens? It was Stevens who knew, without being told, that Barton had been in this house and had fled from it. Yeah, yeah, you yourself mentioned that Stevens had only been here a moment, so you hadn't told him. Obviously, the butler phoned him as soon as he had hit you over the head and escaped. Furthermore, the butler masquerading as Barton had attempted to throw suspicion on Miss Barton. That convinced me of her innocence. Well, you've done it again, Mr. Wolfe, except for one minor detail. You're not very successful at irony, Archie. What minor detail? Where is Barton? In this house. Huh? When did that happen? You arrived home with a gentleman sitting near you. The bum? The... Wait, wait a minute. This I ought to be able to figure out myself. Laura said Barton used to be an actor. That's item one, huh? Yes, Archie. Also, why is a supposed tramp hanging around a deserted intersection for handouts? The answer is he wasn't. He was keeping an eye out for trouble he knew was after him. Oh, so it turns out I gave a quarter to a millionaire. Uncle, your uncle. 
Well, that is... I, I know, my dear. Yes, I'm uncle. Oh. I did rather a decent job, didn't I? Oh. No one recognized me. Uh, except, of course, you, Mr. Wolf. Not recognition, Mr. Barton. Logic. Archie, open some beer for us. Yes, sir. Logic, eh? Well, whatever it was, Mr. Wolf, I owe you a good deal. How can I ever repay you? Oddly enough, the answer is simplicity itself. <laughs> Make out a check. You have been listening to The New Adventures of Nero Wolf, starring Sidney Greenstreet. Tonight's transcribed story was based on the characters created by Rex Stout. This is an Edwin Fadiman program produced and directed by J. Donald Wilson. In the cast were Larry Dobkin as Archie Goodwin, and Howard McNear, Grace Lennard, Vic Rodman, Herbert Butterfield, Bill Johnstone, Gene Bates, and Bob Bruce. Don Stanley speaking. <laughs> 